Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 157 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think could be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today, we are going to be talking about, again, as we did yesterday and as we will throughout the course of this week, we are talking about the FIRE movement, the Financial Independence Retire Early Movement. And today, specifically, uh, our discussion on the FIRE movement is going to have to do with when can you safely retire? When is it safe to retire early? And we'll talk about all the things uh, that end up impacting that decision uh, and how FIRE movement individuals decide to retire at a certain age. Before we get started, though, if you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcasts, then be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. That'd be greatly appreciated. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan. That's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. And then if you need somebody to keep you accountable to a financial plan and create a financial plan that's specific to you and your family's current situation, then I can do that. Just go to my website, www.mno with dylan.com click on the work with dylan tab and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together now when it comes to the fire movement when it comes to the financial independence retire early movement or community uh one of the biggest decisions that they have to make is when are they going to retire right if they're going to retire early and retire so much earlier than the rest of the population at what point are they going to be retiring and uh, that is a, a hard question to answer, but uh, it can be pretty easily planned out. And uh, if you are somebody who is interested in the fire movement, you're interested in retiring early, uh, or even if you're not interested in retiring early, but you're just interested in retiring at all, today's episode is going to be extremely useful for you because I'm going to make it very, very clear uh, as to what needs to be in place, what needs to be understood before you ever retire in the first place. And these things, they apply to both retiring uh, early and retiring at a traditional retirement age. Uh, but if you're retiring early, they are all the more important uh, because there is no second chance, right? There's no second chance at uh, trying to get this you know, date or this age or whatever it may be correct uh, at which you should retire. And so we've talked before about some things when it comes to retirement and, and how we should think about retirement. But uh, today is specifically going to be, when's it safe? When's it safe to retire? How do I know? Uh, and at what point can I move forward living a completely financially free life? Uh, and so we will dive right into that today. And I'm going to talk about six different ways that you can know that you are ready to go ahead and retire, even uh, if it is retiring early. So look, something that you must remember is that these six ways are not just something that, uh, you know, is made up out of, you know, oh, this is, uh, you know, the exact ways of things you have to do before you retire. No, these are things that I think that you should do, right, before you go about retiring and especially before you go about retiring early that is going to make your retirement life that much easier. And so the very first thing, and if you walk down the financial action plan with me, you know how important that this particular part is to me. Uh, but the first thing that you need to do to make sure that you can retire and retire early is to have all of your debts paid off. Uh, and why is this such a big issue? Such a big issue because debt is a strain on your cash flow, right? Debt 
it takes cash flow away from you. It takes money, income that you have out of your pocket. And if you don't have that income in your pocket anymore, uh, then you need to make up more income in order to live the same lifestyle that you would otherwise. And so having your debts paid off is going to decrease the amount of income that you need in retirement. And we've talked before about how it is easier to pay off a debt before retirement than it is to actually have to create the income to service the debt while you are in retirement. It's easier to just go ahead and get it paid off. First of all, it's easier. And then second of all, when we are looking to retire, uh, one of the biggest issues and you know probably the, the only issue on many people's mind is do I have enough money, right? Do I have the retirement amount in, in place? Do I have uh, the income that's going to be coming in in place? Uh, do I have all that prepared? But the problem when you have that debt is that it is going to take longer to get to whatever income number that you need in order to retire. But if you have no debt, uh, then you can reach an income number a lot faster and be able to retire earlier. And that's a big deal for people in the fire movement. People in the fire movement or in the fire community, they're trying to retire as early as possible. Well, in order to do so with as much financial freedom as possible, uh, these people need to be living without debt. Because if they get to you know, 35, 40 years old and you know, they're ready to retire, but they have debts laying around, those debts are gonna make it far more difficult uh, for them to safely and comfortably retire without any second guesses, right? They need to have those debts paid off. And even bigger than the debts, right? I mean, uh, when I'm talking debts, I'm talking consumer debts, credit cards, car loans, personal loans, you know, all things of like student loans, things like that, right? But it, it would be so much more useful to people in the fire movement to actually have their homes paid off before they decide to retire. And that is also true of individuals who are getting ready to retire at a traditional age, is having your home paid off can make a huge difference uh, as to your quality of living in retirement. And that's all that we're really talking about here is if you have all your debts paid off, your quality of living increases uh, or you're able to live the same quality of living on less money, meaning you can retire earlier. And so uh, having your home paid off or just having all of your other debts paid off is an absolutely huge thing to do. Uh, and if you can do that, then you will have cash flow. There will not be such a big strain on your cash flow and retiring early should not be that big a deal uh, if you have the retirement savings in place that you need to have. And that leads us to our second thing uh, that is a good sign that you are ready to retire and that is that you have ample savings or ample investments in place in order to take care of you. And um, obviously this is huge. If you're gonna retire early, you need money to live on, right? Or if you're gonna retire at all, you need to make sure that you have money to live on. And it's not extremely difficult to determine uh, how much money you need to live on. Uh, we've talked about this before. I call it your retirement number, right? At what number, at what amount of nest egg do you need to get to in order to sustain you for the rest of your life? And the basic rule here, right? We, we've talked before about the 4% the withdrawal rule where you just take, you know, 4% of your account. And if you can do that safely, then, uh, you know, you can retire. You know, I, I don't necessarily subscribe perfectly to that. Uh, but what you should do is you should take uh, the amount of income that you need annually. And you take that amount of income annually and you divide it by uh, the rate of return that you can expect to make over time. So 
Uh, you know, in retirement, most people, you know, they de-risk a little bit in their portfolios. They take a little less risk uh, and maybe they plan on, you know, making a little less in the way of returns over time. And so uh, they'll, they'll take that, you know, yearly income amount that they need, divide it by uh, that rate stated as a decimal. So like 7% would be 0 0.07. Uh, and then that gives you the nest egg at which if you made the seven, let's say 7%, right? If you made the 7%, then you could uh, get whatever amount of income that was uh, for the rest of your life off of that particular set of investments and still have the principal value laying around. That is the goal in retirement, right? That is the goal when it comes to retirement savings and having enough is that you can perpetually create income and still have your principal value there laying around. And now making this decision is a bit harder uh, than it seems because the amount of money that you may think that you need to live on in retirement is likely going to be less than you actually need uh, because you know things differ, right? Expenses are going to increase over time. Uh, you know, healthcare costs are going to increase over time. Your your healthcare costs just by yourself are going to increase because you're going to get older. Uh, you're you're going to have more health issues statistically uh, than you have before. And so you need to make sure that you have the money in place in order to cover all of those things, not just some static amount um, of you know income that you should make over time. It should be uh, dynamic. It should be increasing systematically over time. Not only should it be increasing systematically, you need to make sure that the rate of return assumptions that you're making on your money are reasonable, right? You need to give yourself a little bit of a margin of error to the downside when it comes to uh, that rate of return that you expect to make. Because even though you may expect to make seven, uh, if you're making you know, four or five, then that can be uh, a drain on your nest egg and maybe a drain that could end up hurting you, especially if you retire early. See, if, if you retire early, these things have to be even more dialed in. These things have to be even more uh, pinpointed. You have to make sure uh, that the, you know, income that you are planning to take off is going to be enough. You have to make sure uh, that you're making rate of return assumptions that are going to uh, sustain over time or that have historically sustained over time. And so when you are a part of the FIRE movement, you may need to do a little more due diligence uh, than somebody who is not a part of the FIRE movement, who is just, you know, retiring in a traditional sense because somebody retiring in a traditional sense has a shorter time horizon when it comes to their retirement, meaning uh, their cost of living is not going to change as much in retirement as yours will if you are in the FIRE movement. And so uh, that's one issue. Also, um, the people who you know are going to have a shorter time horizon in retirement, they need to cover less years of income. So uh, if their you know principal value gets eaten at a little bit, it's not going to be as big a deal to them as it would be to you, somebody who needs to make that money last far, far longer. So um, that's just something to keep in mind. Now, people who are in the FIRE movement typically try uh, to make sure that they have actually income producing assets that are going to produce a certain percentage of income on their investments over time, which can uh, help to sure up a bit uh, the money that you are going to receive annually. So they'll buy things like dividend paying stocks that you know, have paid dividends for uh, X amount of years in a row, right? Those dividend aristocrats, as we've talked a bit about before. Um, these dividend aristocrats who have increased their uh, dividends year after year for you know, 25 plus years, and they'll invest in those types of companies that'll you know, pay them some percentage dividend yield 
uh, over the course of uh, time. And so if they see that they can make, you know, a, a three, four percent yield on their dividends, then they can use that as their rate of return assumption. And then even if those stocks go up in value, that's just a plus to them or they can buy rental real estate uh, that they know they can increase rents on over time. Uh, and even if the price and or the value of uh, the home or the apartment complex or the condo or whatever it may be goes up in value over time, that's just a bonus to them. They're going to just make more money on the sale, but they want to make sure that they have their income in place. And that is something that is extremely important to the financial independence retire early community. Now, then the third thing that is a sign that you are prepared to retire or retire early is that you have access to your investments. You have access to your savings. Now, what do I mean? Well, uh, there are a lot of account types, right? The 401ks, IRAs, 457s, all of these tax advantaged retirement accounts uh, or just tax advantaged accounts in general that are going to put restrictions on when you can get your hands on the money. You know, for IRAs, 401ks, things of like If you leave money in a 401k, you can get in service withdrawals or um, you, you can retire even at, you know, or after 55 and get your money. Uh, but if you're, you know, within an IRA, then it's 59 and a half. And then, uh, you know, 457s, similar to the 401k and IRA in uh, that it does have age limitations to your withdrawals and having age limitation to your withdrawals can be an issue because if you are, you know, if you have all your money in a traditional IRA uh, and you are looking to retire early, then how is that going to work, right? If all your investments are in a traditional IRA, you're going to have to pay taxes on that money and then you're going to have to end up paying penalties on top of the taxes uh, for that money that you are going to have to take out uh, for you know you're retiring early and in doing so that's really going to dwindle down the amount of your nest egg which is you know a, a dangerous thing to do but there are many workarounds to this there are many workarounds to retiring uh, before the 59 and a half number and not only uh, are we talking about the retirement plans right that that are involved here we're also talking about things like social security that doesn't even begin until your 60s and so uh, that income stream is not going to show up for a long long time uh, if it shows up at all if you retire early enough you might not even qualify uh, to have social security so uh, that's just a, a thought there but uh, these retirement accounts these iras 401ks things of the like there are workarounds to uh, getting your hands on that money early. We've talked about the Roth IRA before and how uh, you can get your contributions from your Roth IRA at any time. And so uh, that is something that will be available to you regardless of when you put the money in. And there's also the five-year rule to the Roth IRA that you should really look into uh, that can allow you to get your hands on some of that money earlier. Uh, but by and large, the money that you put away in these tax-advantaged retirement accounts are going to be harder to get to uh, than any other money that you put away. And so the other money that you put away needs to be put away in things uh, like taxable brokerage accounts, like uh, rental real estate, things like that, where you can actually uh, receive income off of those things without much issue, or uh, that you can sell whatever is in the account uh, without much issue as far as penalties go. So you need to make sure uh, that you, you know, structure things to where you can get the money that you need at the right time. Now, if you're retiring in a traditional manner, right, you're retiring uh, in your 50s or 60s, this is going to be far less of an issue, right? You may have to bridge a few years until you get to the point where you can get the money out of those uh, traditional, you know, retirement accounts, right? But if you're retiring in your 30s or 40s, 
then getting the money out of those traditional retirement accounts is going to be you know a, a lot longer down the road so you need to make sure that you really have a fair amount of money to bridge the gap for that you know 20 year period 20 plus year period uh, until you actually decide to uh, get money out of those other accounts in your you know late 50s early 60s so um, that is something that that has to be kept in mind you have to make sure not only that you have enough saved up enough invested for your future but you have to make sure that you can get your hands on what you have saved for your future and that is extremely important to um, being a successful member of the fire movement now there's another thing and I alluded to this a bit uh, a while ago and that is healthcare, right Another sign that you can retire or retire early is that your health care costs are going to be covered. And we have to remember that health care is extremely costly, right? And that if you go and just look for uh, a you know, health plan for you and your family on the, the healthcare.gov marketplace or, or things like that, it is going to be costly to purchase one, especially for families of three, four, five individuals. I mean, it can get extremely costly. Um, and it's even more so, right, if, you know, you were working at uh, a job that was really doing well to, to pay for yours and maybe even most of your family's um, health care costs, which is really, really good. But then, you, you know, you get off of that because you retired early or retired, whatever, right? But especially if you retired early and now you have to continue to pay for health care costs over the long term, and those health care costs can be extremely costly, Right, so uh, you need to make sure that you have the correct things in place when it comes to healthcare, to where you don't end up uh, bleeding away your savings just on healthcare costs. Right, you need to make sure uh, that you can find something that is reasonably priced, but something that also provides good coverage. Because most people who are in their 30s and 40s, they are married with kids, and so being able to you know cover the healthcare needs of their spouse and their children uh, is extremely, extremely important. Uh, so I would make sure that all of those things are in place. And, you know, if you can, you know, have a, a high deductible plan, right? If you can, you know, have an HSA, if you, and we've talked about the advantages of having HSAs, then that can be something that uh, can help you out a bit. And it can, you know, have lower premiums, yet higher deductibles uh, and having access to an HSA, that can be extremely useful. Uh, but it is just going to be more difficult for you uh, in not working for an employer that, you know, gives you some type of benefit uh, when it comes to healthcare, and and I know that uh, a lot of employers don't, right? There are a lot of employers that don't offer some type of healthcare plan, but most do, uh, and uh, there are many that also do it in a very cost-effective manner. And it's just not going to be as cost-effective if you are not working any longer. And if you are retiring early, this has to be on your checklist. You have to make sure uh, that this is something that you can cover, and you can cover relatively easy when it comes to one of the expenses that you have. Uh, that specifically being healthcare in this case. And so uh, we need to make sure that we can cover our healthcare costs. And if we can, we can go a long way into this idea of being a part of the FIRE movement. Then the fifth sign, right, that you can, uh, you can retire early, right? Fifth sign that you can retire or retire early is that you can live on your budget, right? You need to be realistic, okay? And especially people in the FIRE movement, if they are at this point, uh, they have gotten very, very good at a few things. If they have you know, gotten to a point where they're even thinking about going ahead and retiring early, they have gotten really, really good at a few things. They have gotten really good at living below their means. They have gotten really good at budgeting. They have gotten really good at saving money. They have gotten really good uh, at being able to you know, find good deals and limit their expenses. 
And all of that really encompasses this idea of living on your budget. Because just because you decide to retire doesn't mean that you shouldn't have a budget anymore. Retirement is when a budget becomes even more vital because the income stream is no longer from work, right? You can't just keep working and keep making income. If you run out of your nest egg, you run out of your nest egg and there will be no more money from that nest egg. So you have to make sure that you can live on your budget. And this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. You need to make sure uh, that the expenses that you forecast out are dynamic. They're not just static because they will not be static. You need to make sure that your healthcare costs are dynamic. They're not static, right? Because we know that that is going to be the case over time. You need to make sure that you understand that certain things are going to come up in life that are going to be more costly for you than others. There are going to be emergencies. There are going to be uh, you know, times where you, you know, buy your child's first car. You're gonna, you might have to pay for your kid's college uh, in some amount, right? And hopefully we all shoot to try to do that, try to help our kids with college, right? You, you're going to have to do that in some amount. Uh, you know, maybe somebody gets sick and, need, you know, you need to make sure that there are contingency plans for all of these things. And those need to play into uh, what your monthly budget will be. They need to play into uh, what the amount of money that you're going to need annually or monthly is going to be and what you expect your expenses to be over time. And so having these things in mind, keeping these things in mind is extremely important. Being able to live on a budget is extremely important. Now, if you are retiring in a traditional manner, right, you're retiring in your 50s, 60s or beyond, right, then living on a budget, again, is less important for you than somebody who is retiring early, but it's still extremely important. It's still something that you need to make sure that you can do because again, it, when the nest egg runs out, the nest egg runs out, it, regardless of uh, how old you are, regardless of when you retired, uh, if you no longer have money in your nest egg, then you have a big issue. But again, the individuals who retire later have a shorter time horizon over which uh, that nest egg needs to last. They also have you know, less in the way of ambiguity as far as their expenses uh, and where the income is going to come from. Uh, and they are already in that place where healthcare costs are probably pretty high. They're already in that place uh, where they are kind of max on their um, you know, expenses. Their, their expenses aren't gonna change a ton other than just cost of living adjustments. But for individuals that are younger, things can change a lot over time. And so you have to be prepared for that. You have to learn how to live on your budget and be able to live at a particular withdrawal rate over time. And if you're able to do that, then retiring early can be on your radar. And then the last thing that is a sign that you are ready to retire and especially ready to retire early is that you have a new plan, right? Your plan this whole time has been to save up money and retire, right? It's been to work hard, save money, do all the things you need to do and eventually retire. Well, now if you're at that point where you're thinking about retirement, now it is, well, what, what's my plan now? What do, what do I do after this? What do I do once I have already, you know, saved money up, once I've already, you know, completed my working career, quote unquote, right? If you're retiring early, your working career was relatively short. But what happens now? Do you have a new plan? Do you know what you're going to do now? Uh, you know, in the, here's the issue. If you don't have a plan, there's a bunch of things that can occur, right? And I talked about some of these yesterday, but uh, some things can occur. Regardless of when you retire, you can get bored in retirement. So if you don't have a plan as to what you are going to do, you can get extremely bored with retirement. Just sitting around all day uh, is not as fulfilling as you would believe it is, right? And so uh, individuals, regardless of age, are likely to get bored in retirement. And if you have no plan to get over that boredom, 
then you're going to be kind of in a tough spot. You're like, okay, well, what do I do now? I need to do something. Uh, and having that plan beforehand is extremely important. And then you also have to have a plan uh, as to how you're going to go about living your life. You know, what trips you plan on going on over time, right? What uh, you and your spouse are going to do on the day-to-day -day regularly. What charities are you going to be involved in? What kind of giving are you going to do? All these types of things. This kind of goes back to the budget idea, but uh, this is more having a life plan. What are you going to do? What are you going to do that is going to help you um, create meaning in your retirement life and, and not just you know, waste away when you are retired? What, what is going to, to happen within these years uh, that is going to be fulfilling to you and something that you are hopefully passionate about and something that, that you can really step into and, and find a new meaning in life and have a new plan uh, for what is going to happen moving forward. Because one of the biggest issues, especially for individuals who retire early, uh, is that yes, retirement can be boring, but it's also uh, that they didn't think through what next. They didn't think through uh, what the purpose was. They didn't have a big why as to why they wanted to retire early. They just thought, hey, I just want to have a lot of money. I don't want to work anymore and I want to retire early. And that is not reason enough. What is reason enough is that you want to make a difference in some way. You want to do something new. You want to do something meaningful and something that you're passionate about. And you want to do something uh, that is going to help you to get out of the house that is going to help you to work your mind and work your body over the next, you know, 40 plus years if you're retiring earlier, the next, you know, 25 years if you're retiring on time or whatever uh, time horizon it may be. You need to make sure uh, that whatever it is, you have a new plan. You know what you're going to do because the sad fact of all this is, is that a lot of people, and I'm not saying this so much for young people who retire early, but people who retire in general right? You see a lot of people, they will retire from a job they did for a long time and they will die shortly after. They lost purpose, right? They lost uh, that ability to get up in the morning and do something that is meaningful. They lost that exercise they were getting, right? They lost that uh, mental work that they were getting. And we don't want to lose that. We want to have a plan for our future. We want to know what we are going to do. And yes, hey, be spontaneous. It's retirement. You should be enjoying it. It is something that it's a new chapter in your life. It's something that you are going to have to feel out bit by bit. But if you don't have a general plan, if you don't have a general idea as to what you are going to do and how you are going to do it, uh, then it is going to be far more difficult. It's going to be a bit more painful and it's going to take more time to enjoy those years that you are supposed to be enjoying already uh, if you have to go ahead and figure this out on the fly. And so hopefully you can have a plan, have it in place uh, and be able to follow it with a good bit of detail uh, but enjoy your retirement, right? Regardless of when you retire, you should enjoy your retirement and the plan should reflect that as well. So what's the bottom line to all this? The bottom line to all of this is just be prepared, right? Be ready, right? Put all of the things in place that need to be in place. Think through everything before you try to make a decision on retirement and especially on retiring early. Make sure that you are conservative in your estimates. Make sure that you, uh, you know, really have the money in place to do what you want to do. Uh, and make sure that you have something that you are ready to do after the fact uh, that you can you know, really thrive in, that you can enjoy, that you can spend many, many days, weeks, months, years working towards uh, because we don't want to lose purpose. We don't want to lose meaning in our life. If anything, we want to retire early so we can find it, so we can find that purpose, find that meaning, and really enjoy uh, what God has for us in this last chapter of our lives. And, and that last chapter can be a really long chapter, 
if you are uh, retiring early and, and maybe it's not best categorized as a last chapter, but in this non-working nine to five chapter, right? Let's just say it like that. So um, yeah, just be prepared. Be ready for anything that is thrown your way. Have contingency plans. Know what you'll do if certain situations arise, uh, but have the money in place. Know where the money is. Uh, you know, Have your budget ready. Have a plan. Uh, know what you're going to do in your future, and you should be well served uh, by an early retirement or by a retirement at all. Because if you're prepared and you know what uh, you can expect out of the next 30, 40, 50 years uh, in general, then maybe you can go about enjoying it a lot more uh, than the person who's just wandering around aimlessly. And I hope you can, and I hope you can enjoy your retirement regardless of when you decide to do so. But if you retire early, uh, just be very diligent uh, and I think it'll work out just fine. Again, I love the fire movement. I think it is a great thing. Uh, and if you can make it work, uh, then by all means, you can do so. So thanks for watching this video. If you could go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video, leave me feedback in the comments down below if you haven't already, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. Follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify podcast, then be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms, and that will really be useful to me. And then if you need somebody to help you walk through a plan and create a plan that is specific to you and your family's financial situation, then I can do that. Go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work With Dylan tab, and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you, and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. So tune in tomorrow as I talk more about the FIRE movement and I talk about what it takes. I talk about what type of people, what it takes from the people who actually want to go and attain uh, this big gargantuan dream of retiring early. And so check that out in tomorrow's episode. So thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.